G'day, 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 and welcome to Just Keep Punting. That's what we do here at Just Keep Punting. We just keep punting. Azza's with me. How are you, Azza? G'day, great man. How are you, Sonny? Mate, never better. Let's get stuck straight into it. I want to know what we learned from last week, but before we do, you know what I learned last week? Wouldn't be having anything to do with a broom, would it? Clean sweep. I learned back what you back. I'm just going to quickly run through this. I know you're not one to blow your own trumpet. Cheers. But I'll be a one-man brass band for you. Your main multi that you unloaded on was lions, dogs, cats, the four-legged friends. That multi absolutely canted in. Pretty easy viewing. Two dollars. You also had north under 62 and a half. Now, that was the easiest viewing ever as well for about three and a half quarters. And they decided to test the limits. That romped home. And you had the dogs to beat the line. Tick, tick, tick. I have a picture of you this week. A bit like, is it Scrooge who's in the bathtub full of... Cash, is that you? <laughs> is that you Monday morning? <laughs> great work, mate. Great work. It was good. It was good. But uh, we've got to keep keep pressing forward and just keep punting. That's it, mate. That's it. What did you learn from last week, mate? Well, I think what I've learned is the top eight's pretty much done. Mm. It's done. I'm saying oh, that it. it's nearly done. There's two teams outside the eight that can make it, and that's the Swans and the Dogs. And there's two teams yep. in it that could fall out, and that is the Crows and the Saints, I'm calling. They can still fall out. Wow. What, you think the Blues are going to stay in? I think the Blues will stay in. I think the Blues will ultimately stay Crikey. in. Uh, that's an early call. They've got a soft draw. But, look, it's a long season. I don't think there's a lot of change. Saints have got a really winnable game against North this week, and Swans have got a tough game against Pies. So the odds of me being correct are going to lengthen yep. next week. Um, so by next week, I might be uh, winding it back. But anyway, that's just how I feel. I don't think there's many other teams outside the eight is basically what I'm saying. There's some teams down the bottom that are rubbish, including Frio who made the finals last year. They're just not going to make it. They're not good enough. Yeah, I agree with that, Pitt. Just as a bit of interest's sake, I say we better a, uh, a nice steak dinner on Carlton so I can cheer against them all year and you can go for them occasionally. I say they come ninth or worse. Yeah, sure. I haven't, really, I haven't thought much about the Blues, but they do stink at ninth, don't they? They just – there's something about them. Like you said a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> they stink the new ninth. Richmond. Uh, positively <laughs> reek of it. What I learned last week, mate, is home ground advantage is massive in this league. Like our mob, Brisbane, Collingwood, Geelong, even the D's to a certain degree are seldom going to drop points at home. We even saw Adelaide push the pies in their own backyard. So keep in mind the home ground advantage is worth a couple of goals, I reckon, this year. With you, and it's uh, on the Lions. It's D-Day for them this week. If they don't beat Carlton away this week, oh mate, they can't win the flag, I'm saying. They can't win the flag. They need to wow. win okay. games on the road to get a top two spot. I think they need top two to make the granny or to win it. And this is a huge game for them. They've dropped Port away. They've dropped Dogs away. Got to be beating sides like Carlton if they're a fair income side. So jury's out on the lines. No Rich, no Zorko this week. Going to really test yep. them. Um, and Kerno's a jet. This is the Friday night game. This is game of the round. And I think without trying to over-egg the omelette eight rounds in, it's pivotal for both sides. Because Carlton, 
you know, they've just come off a of shellacking West Coast, but that's effectively the bye. The narrative all weekend and next week about them will be, well, they can't beat anyone above them. They're not good enough to make the eight if they lose. If Brisbane lose, it's, ah, oh, they're unbeatable at home, but they can't travel, therefore they can't win. I'm with you. I don't think it's death knell if Brisbane don't win it, but I think they're a long way away from uh, lifting any silverware if they can't beat Carlton at Marvel, not even at the G. So let's get into that game because I'm a bit torn, and when I'm torn like this, I don't know whether it's heart or head. I genuinely am thinking, I, I looked up the odds for the draw today, mate. That's how torn I am. So I started looking at, righto, you can get over two bucks for any other result, quarter by quarter. So a bit of a lead change at quarters. I don't mind that. I like mm-hmm. either team under 15 at 250. I like Brisbane 1 to 24 at 350. And then the ones that I like for these is a bit of hedging where it's whoever leads at halftime to lose. So either way, Carlton, Brisbane, Brisbane, Carlton, that's at 7.50. So I can see all those things potentially keeping me interested mm. on a Friday night on the couch. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I like your thinking. I think if, back who you like, 1 to 24, mm. I think it'll be a pretty tight game. I think it'll be hot. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty hot. I can't see any team kicking away in this game unless Brisbane were putrid on the road. It, it, it would be Carlton. But um, no bet game for me. I'll be watching. Don't even know. I'd, I'd tip Brisbane because I think they're the better side, but not with a lot of confidence. Well, I'm hoping Harris Andrews wins this for Brisbane because it's a battle of the, the informed Charlies. White line fever for Charlies. Charlie Curnow and Charlie Cameron, it's, uh, it's a duel between those two at the moment in terms of just probably the form forward with Jeremy Cameron. So it's going to be a cracking game. I can't wait for it. Great call. I think um, I think Harris Andrews will play on Mackay um, with the height thing, and, that, and that's where Kerno can expose Brisbane because he might have pain on him, or maybe they'll, maybe they'll, maybe I've got it wrong. But um, I think pain can be exposed. I think they might have to put Andrews on him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a toss of the coin, but it's going to be a cracker. I think I'm edging Brisbane's way with heart and head because, like you said, they are probably the better team, but also Carlton just can't quite hit the scoreboard as much as Brisbane can from clearances. And if it's going to be tight and we're getting goals from clearances, we're more of a sniff. Agreed. Anyway. Zorko hurts. It does. It does. What else do you like this week, mate? Oh, I think, um, so just going on the theme of last week, I think there's, um, I don't like going too short with some of my mm. tips, but I think this week there's two head-to-heads that stand out um, that I think are over the odds. I think Port Adelaide against Essendon. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm not a fan of Essendon, as you know, but also I don't actually think they're that good. I'm, I'm against them. I, I think Port should be a lot shorter here. And I also thought, I think Gold Coast are pretty average. I know they got Miller out at the moment. You'd expect Melbourne to get the job done up there. Gold Coast, I know those 4.30 twilight games can be a bit of a swamp and, and they, you know, they beat Geelong earlier in the year. But you, you'd think Melbourne head-to-head and that double on uh, mintbet.com.au is uh, two bucks ten. Mm. So I think that's I'm happy to take take that price on that on that double. I think the two line bets for the weekend that um, that I'm looking to bet or, or outside of head to heads. I thought the doggies should get over GWS Saturday night at, at Marnica. It's going to be zero degrees is the forecast, so that'll be nice and crisp out there for everyone. Um, I think it'll be a clean. GWS scare me a bit, mate. They yeah, scare I'm, me, just not because I rate them, just because they're this weird banana peel team. They've kind of gone the Collingwood style of just sneaking these wins that they shouldn't get. They just scare me a little bit, and the dogs are inconsistent. I agree. I don't love the dogs. They're hard to trust. Couldn't in any way take a dollar fifty head-to-head. But in the $1-39 to yeah. market at $2.20, I'm happy to take the dogs at, mm. at that price. I don't think they'll blow them away. 
and there's always been a bit of niggle in this GWS Bulldogs game. They they don't like each other that much. Great. So I think it'll be I think it'll be tight enough there to to keep it below forty. So I'm going to take the Dogs one to thirty nine. And the other game outside their head to head, I really do think Port should get over Essendon at a home. I think the line twelve and a half is is low. I'm happy to take that on Sunday. I think there's a chance they could they could blow Essendon away in that game. Mm. So I think I, I think the two goal line's pretty fair. Um, to take there, and um, I'm keen on that line. So they're the two line bets and the and the two head-to-head bets. Be loading up before the game, and then obviously looking for in-play opportunities. As I said last week, particularly when favourites are behind in games, and and the lines a lot lower than they were pre-post. And there was a classic example of that Saturday night. Hawthorne were up by two points against the Dogs at half time, and the line was nine and a half points. Um, so uh, jumped jumped on that. And, um, and there was another game, Collingwood-Adelaide, which I didn't back. But, again, that, that showed with Collingwood coming back and, you know, you could have got a point start with them on the line and they ended up even winning the game, which was extraordinary. Do you think that the Port-Essendon game, whoever wins that, we're going to look back at it as a bit of an eye-raiser of like, geez, Port are the real deal. Or, geez, Essendon can actually play. And conversely, I think Port are going to win this. They're one of my locks of the week. If Port win... Is this the start of the wobbles for Essendon where people start thinking, okay, they're no good? We, we well, they're in the eight. Dawns. They're in the eight. But have they played four decent quarters? They're out of the eight, sorry. Okay. Yeah, look, I, I had a look, good look to, at Port before the show just to look at who they've played and are they legit. You know, they got pumped by Collingwood at the G to, and they got hammered by Adelaide actually as well. So I was impressed with them against the Saints. They're though. another untrustworthy side, Port. Yeah, well, they were good last mm. week. So I think they were down at quarter time. They could have easily chucked that in at Marvel. Thought they fought back well. So I'm going to use that form as a barometer. I just think they're probably a top eight team, and I and I don't think Essendon are. Yep. So home advantage to your point. Two goals start. Weather looks reasonably clear. Happy to take that bet on, and you know you don't win them all. But I thought the roughie of the week, the potential roughie Talk of the week, is Hawthorne against Frio mm. in Perth. Frio have got. No get out in their forward line. They cannot They cannot get anyone to take a grab. They just do not have anyone to take a grab in their forward line. They then, against Brisbane, tried to play this handball game where they just hand, handballed it from, from one end to the other and kept coming undone. Mitch Lewis played for Hawthorne last week, took 12 grabs. He's a gun. I just thought if this is a run-and-gun game, if Frio do the handball thing again... Hawthorne matched the dogs doing that for half a game last week and then they changed the game plan at half time. They could match them. I wouldn't touch Freo with a barge pole this week. And um look I won't I I won't be backing them, but I thought if there's an upset, mm. I really thought Hawks maybe uh may get over there and, and cause an upset. You think seventeen and a half's a little bit overs for the line there? Oh, I think it is and you know, you can the old pick your own line might be a go yeah, there. Yeah. You know, I know and I've been you know, saying how shit Hawthorne are, but and there's a chance of a couple of showers in the evening, so you know you could you could easily extend that to thirty, and um, you know feel, feel feel pretty decent about that. I think. Yeah, beauty. So just to recap, there on the footy, you like Port and the D's together. You get over two bucks for that. You like the Dogs one to thirty nine, two twenty for that, and Port at the line at about minus twelve and a half. So giving Bombers a two goal head start, but you're hoping that they continue to not play four decent quarters of footy because they have really struggled to put all four together this year. So just quickly on that, if you put those together, you get over six bucks as a multi. Not too shabby. Get on. Just keep punting. Bet till it hurts. And make sure you set yourselves 
a deposit limit, guys, and imagine what you could be buying instead. Before I get to your racing tip of the week, Swans Pies, Pies at Home, is there a bit of value? This is my little bit of a sneaky interest value bet. Swans trying to prove something. I want the Swans up at halftime and the Pies to do what they've done for the last 18 months and come home and win. Swans halftime, Pies full-time. You can get 675 for that. Mm. So you're basically just cheering for the Swans to edge out that first Look, half. I looked I looked at this game in depth from a punting perspective because I really wanted to, to be with Sydney. But like two weeks ago, they got pumped by 100 by Geelong. I know that's down in Geelong and not the MCG. That's a bad mm. loss at the SCG last week to GWS. Yeah. I sort of thought the unders, I figured they'd be looking to really tighten things up this week, not let Collingwood play the open game. And I thought they may try and slow this game down a bit after a high-scoring loss last week, which backfired and obviously getting smacked by Geelong and coming up against a freewheeling side. I figure Longmire will try and bottle it up. The unders sort of attracts me, you know, 320 on a Sunday, cold Sunday Arvo at the G. Uh, maybe I just I, I need to see something from Sydney uh, for a team that made the grand yeah, final last fading, year. Aren't they? Um, it's um, fading. Yeah, it's 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 a bit it's a bit odd to be honest. I'm, I'm going to watch that game as a, as a, sometimes just going to watch and learn um, with footy games and, and and try and see if you can see an edge for, for something in the future. But that, they really need to show up this week, Sydney. Definitely. Now, my little curveball this week, for any football fans out there staying up late, having a couple of cans, doing whatever you're doing, in the EPL, Chelsea are away to Bournemouth. Now, Bournemouth hardly setting the place on fire, but Chelsea under Lampard have played six games, they've scored two goals, and have zero points. How good is it? So you can get 3 bucks 40 on Bournemouth. Oh, it's, and by the way, doesn't that just sound like Valium when you're having trouble oh. to sleep? That will just drift off nicely. <laughs> it's so good. Bournemouth did Bournemouth so did good. win 4-1 last weekend, so coming off a high. Bournemouth aren't struggling, right? You can get 3 bucks 40 on the draw and 3 bucks 40 on Bournemouth, and Chelsea do not inspire me. So have a look at that. The other one I want to look at is Newcastle Arsenal. Now, Arsenal have been wobbling, but they're definitely still in the hunt. They're not going to win it, let's face facts. But I think Newcastle and the draw are both overs in that. You can get the draw at 375. I've got a sneaky, I'm going to be on that. I think Newcastle can get something out of that at home. St. James's Park is rocking. Champions League is is pretty much locked in. I just think that 375 is way overs to get something out of that game. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. And it's at James's Park, which is important. So that's a yeah, that 100%. place will be rocking. I've I've been to St James's Park and my lord, there is yeah, not bigger more parochial awesome. venues. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's grouse. All right, mate, what's going around on four legs this weekend that you like? All right, big weekend of racing. Um Adelaide's really mm. heating up at the moment for their Autumn Carnival, Autumn Wintery Carnival. There's a Group 2 race on Saturday that I'm uh, pretty keen to bet into. It's race eight, the Tobin Bronze Stakes. The Group 2 race for three-year-olds, Colts versus Phillies here. I'm against the Colts. I'm going with the Phillies. Two-bet strategy here because both horses are a good price. First horse is She Dances. Goes straight to the lead here with Linda Meach, hoping it's a JLW, jump, lead, win. $4. Tick, tick, tick. Um, it's yep. a bet. And then the other horse here who's going to jump out of the ground is a horse called Seven Veils. They bet $15. You can still get about $12 now. Still double figures anyway. Went from Mark Newnham to Kieran Maher. First up uh, for for the new stable was enormous first up. Will take amazing benefit out of that. Settles a bit closer here than it did first up. Johnny Allen on board at 10 bucks, backing it each way as well. Hopefully get a result on both. Confident on this race that we'll get a result. Sensational. And that is Saturday Arvo, race eight at Morfittville. So 
So you can watch that and then watch Melbourne get up over the Gold Coast and you are ready to settle in on your Saturday night. Mate, that's pretty much all from us. I'm just going to give you my Munns multi because this week it is getting up. Our locks, pretty short, but if you put them together, you get about 2.30. We've got Richmond, the Cats, the Saints, Penrith and Man City at 2.30. Now, listen up, punters. Use those five and chuck in Port, the Pies and Sandown Race 7 Globe. I've got the good oil from the punting monologue, Benny Clifton himself. That thing has already won, and that will get you double figures. So there's plenty to play with there. Just make sure you can afford to play with it and have a think about what you are prepared to lose. And that's pretty much going to do us for another week at Just Keep Punting, Azza. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Mintbet. Love you all. Mate, love yous all. You've gone the fennec. Emir, Emir, loving yous all. Emir. <laughs> Don't lose the confidence, and I'll see you next week. See you, mate. See you, bigger. The top eight's pretty much done. It's done.